Thanks for downloading this podcast. podcast. It's for personal use only and must not be rebroadcast, reproduced or used in any form without permission. Tell your friends they can get their own copy by searching iTunes for Radio Le Mans or visiting RadioLeMans.com. The on-track action. All the news from the pits and paddock. This is IMSA Radio. Beautiful weather conditions, ready to go racing. But a very strange qualifying session this morning because there was a, a, a big crash for one of the competitors halfway through, and that means a lot of drivers didn't set representative times. And another car had a... Uh, a uh, discreted problem in post-race scrutineering that will be put to the back of the grid that is Corey Lewis excessive camber on a right rear tyre. Why don't you take us through the grid? On the pole position uh, for the first time this season is Eduardo Piscopo in car number 50 for Ogara Motorsports alongside him on the front row. Car number 14 Madison Snow making his debut in the championship for Bad Lambo Racing and Park Place Motorsports. Row 2 in the grid on the inside. Car number 99 Justin Mark for Change Racing and on the outside Ryan uh, Damon Oki the best of the AM contenders in the Ogara Motorsport car number 09. Row 3 in the grid on the inside his brother Ryan Oki for Ogara Motorsports in car number 89 on the outside car number 69 that will be started by the team owner Tom Ogara and Brian Wong will relieve him at half distance on the seventh position car number 07 Larry DeGeorge will start that car that's the STR entry car number 07 sharing with Cedric Spirazzuoli from Monte Carlo on the outside of row four car number 84 the first of the Gallardo contenders Dylan Mercott driving for Mitchum Motorsports and representing Lamborghini America on row 5 of the grid on the inside, Jake Rattenbury, the second of the Gallardo cars in car number 24 for Change Racing. And on the outside, uh, uh, Earl Everall and Alessandro Bressan for STR and the Dallas Dealers in car number 63. Row 6 of the grid on the inside, John DeFiori in car number 10 for Prestige Performance. He is a guy who had a big crash this morning. Not quite sure whether that car is repaired together or not. Brandon Godovich for Mitchum Motorsports. Row 7 of the grid on the inside, car number 23, Brian Hickson in a Gallardo for Mitchum Motorsports on the outside Ross Juest for Musanti Courtney Racing in car number 3 car number uh, in the 15th position on the grid car number 42 Todd Snyder for Mitchum Motorsports in another Gallardo and then one of the Pro-Am contenders in the uh, Urukan cast car number 88 Matt Halliday and Jeffrey Cheng who will start the race 17th position on the grid Fernando Barbacano and Max Blancardi for STR Racing in car number 22 and on the outside of row 9 Josh Norman and his father Jim Norman will start the car number 71 for Bad Lambo Racing 19th position on the grid Ken Darcy for Mazzanti Courtney Racing in car number 76 and car number 15 Paul Taylor who will hand over to Joe Chan in the Paragon Competition Gallardo on row 11 of the grid on the inside car number 77 Joe Courtney will be will start that car Aaron Povoledo will finish that is one of the cars that had problems in the qualifying session this morning did not set a representative time 22nd on the grid car number one the defending champion Kevin Conway who will hand over the car to Enrique Binaldi very out of position for that car as well they did not set a representative time and bringing up the tail of the field car number 29 Corey Lewis had a problem for change racing after the qualifying session. Excessive camber on the right rear wheel. And the, the camber measurements on these cars are very strictly controlled in order to make sure the teams don't try and take advantage and gain extra grip from their Pirelli tyres. So the field is coming down the roller coaster and they'll go into hog back and then they will be taking the green for round four of actually round five, round four will be later today, of the Lamborghini Blampon Super Trofeo Cup. Through Hogpen onto the front stretch, they'll be coming to the green flag. Green flag waves, and the bulls are loose at VIR. Right away, a yellow flag. Yellow flag has come out, they didn't like the start. Did not like the start. They will uh, take another lap, Jeremy. They will, and the uh, chief steward there, which uh, Randy Pembry deciding that the uh, order of the field was not as he would have liked with them, two by two coming up to the start of the uh, of the race, and we had a similar problem this morning in the uh, 
GT3 Porsche race where the field was out of line at the start and the race was able to start, but unfortunately it was an incident at the start. So they didn't want to have that happen here with the Lamborghinis. So the caution there just the better part of valor. And we will do one more formation lap before we get this 50-minute race underway. The clock has started, so this lap will count as part of the race. They don't uh, hold the clock for the actual green flag. The clock starts once the race has started. So it'll be uh, starting from the pole position here will be Eduardo Piscopo. He did qualify the car, the Italian. Uh, he is the defending champion in the European Blanc Pan Super Trofeo and also the world finals he won last year as well. So uh, he has been... Uh, uh, certainly a big success in these cars. He made his debut in the more North American Championship last time out at Watkins Glen, where he started on the pole position. But uh, this, uh, this is—he uh, he only managed to finish in fourth place there. He'll be looking to do much better in this morning's race. So the field lining up, going through what was once the corner where the great oak tree stood. Unfortunately, a couple years ago, a terrific thunderstorm, lightning strike, took out the old oak tree. One of the drivers who hadn't been here in a while told me earlier in the weekend, Jeremy, that first time running up to the oak tree, it wasn't there. He says, where's my point of reference? That's yeah. how long. The oak tree here is much like uh, the Eisenhower tree at Augusta. Uh, guys wouldn't know how to play that uh, hole at Augusta without the Eisenhower. It, it cast a long shadow, did that tree, and it, uh, it does look completely different up at that in north end, uh, uh, the south end of the racetrack without that tree in place. But now coming down uh, through the uh, roller coaster section here, down towards the final couple of corners, we'll get this field lined up and ready to go racing. Once again, down the roller coaster, they will come through Hogpen. There will be 22 cars. John, Fiore, John De Fiore's car, car number 10, was uh, unable to be uh, repaired for this race by the Prestige Performance Team, so car number 10 will not start this race. Lining up two by two. Ish. Ish, yes. <laughs> Coming up to speed. We'll wait to see the green flag. Yeah, very Second nice. Second time is the charm, and the green flag waves. 23 cars dive down into turn one, and it's going to be Piscopo that leads them through turn one. Very nice two-by-two two formation there. A great start by Damon Oki there in the, into the third place ahead of Justin Marks. Uh, a great start by the leading AM contender. It's a, there's a pro class, there's a pro-AM class, and an AM class. It is the pro of Eduardo Piscopo who leads from Madison Snow in second place and then in third place it's it's Oki and then is uh, is the other one it's uh, it's Damon and Ryan so uh, Damon has gotten by Ryan into third position yeah yeah it's actually Madison Snow is not there in second isn't he so Madison has fallen back that's what confused me there because uh, he's running in one of the bright yellow cars it was an Ogara Motorsports car now been taken over trouble that's the 99 car just going off and right into the tires. Driver's left going up first time up to the oak tree at speed. And Madison Snow was sent to the back. He must have been sent to the back of the field. He started last there. That's Could be uh, the reason. Me. was probably the reason for the uh, no start, and he was sent to the back of the pack. I think that must have been the case because that's what confused me there. That, and the side, Ooh, certainly were side by two. side there. Too much curb on driver on driver's left. Yeah, that threw the back end of the car around, and once he got on the grass, he went from driver to passenger, and that was it as he impacted the tire wall and then came to a stop. Back underway. Wow, doesn't look uh, th that worse for wear. There's a little bit of body damage, yeah, that's but, a heavy impact, but not but as tons. bad as you would expect from the impact that that car took into the tire barrier. That's quite remarkable, isn't it? Because that was a heavy impact, it looked like, but... Uh, a huge lead now for uh, Richard Antonucci, who's uh, just pulling away at ease. A two-and-a-half-second lead as we see uh, uh, Jim Norman off the road as well. So Jim Norman in the number 71, Bad Lambo, goes off the racetrack. And that is, uh, that's down at Hogpen. Coming down the hill, 
Oh, he came together with the number 63 car. He was on the driver's left of the 63 car. It looked like they touched, and then he went off onto the wet grass. And again, nothing he could do, but this time uh, car came to a stop. Oh, just, just barely kissed the barriers there, so he will be able to get back going. Great performance for that team. You'll remember Jeremy at Watkins Glen, so they're going to have to have a bit of a comeback drive here to be competitive. They certainly are, and the guy who was charging on that first couple of laps was Corey Lewis in car number 29. He started at the very back of the field, already up now into the 13th place position. That's car number 29, the Monster Energy Lamborghini Huracan of Corey Lewis. And that 63 car was the Guiardo entry of Alessandro Bresson. So in the Guiardo class, it's Dylan McDermott. Merck McDermott, Dylan Murcott in the number 84 car that's leading Jake Rattenberry and Brandon Godovic. Those car, car number 84, 24, and 46, respectively. As our leader continues, Richard Antonucci and Eduardo Piscopo. Piscopo starting in the car. And that's a real advantage because most of the teams with two drivers have started the amateur driver in this race. Yeah. And Antonucci Piscopo, there's really no amateur there. Uh, those two guys are very accomplished competitors. Yes, they certainly are, and uh, they were going to be extremely tough to beat during this race. Got a good battle there in the uh, Gallardo class there, with uh, led currently by Dylan Murkoff, but Jake Rattenbury right with him in second place, and Brandon Godovic pretty close behind it in third as well. They are running in uh, fifth, sixth, and seventh places overall. Battle also for 15th place, number 88. Jeffrey Chang and Matt Holliday. Chang starting the car. Is leading the number 77 of Aaron Pavolito and Joe Courtney. And Courtney started the 77 car. So it's Chang versus Courtney for 15th position. Our leader remains the number 50, Eduardo Piscopo. And he has now pulled out a big margin. Five seconds. And that's uh, all through the practice sessions and, and qualifying earlier this morning, Jeremy, you could have covered these cars with a blanket. This is the biggest lead we've seen. Well, it is, and that's primarily because Madison's now had to start from the back uh, and is now actually incredibly up to eighth place overall, uh, having uh, been put to the back, and we believe, for the restart there, already up into eighth place. But uh, he's no longer around at the front there. And uh, Justin Marks, of course, fell off the road. So that is uh, given a great opportunity here for Eduardo Piscopo to make hay while the sun shines, quite literally. Also a bit on the charge, Kevin Conway and Enrique Bernoldi. Ber Bernoldi starting the car, the number one car. The Prestige Motorsports-entered car. They started in the back of the pack as well. Check that. It's Kevin Conway who started that car. And Conway has come from... Next to last, all the way up to 10th. So, much like Courtney, Corey Lewis, Conway. In fact, Conway and Lewis are, are hooked together as they come up through the field. There's Madison Snow at the, at the head of that group. As he's trying to work his way, as Jeremy says, back up through the field all the way up to fourth now. Scoring is showing him in fourth position. Yeah. So he is flying. Madison Snow got a lot of experience in Porsches. Multi-time Yokohama Porsche Cup Challenge winner here in the United States and champion in the gold and the platinum class of that. Moved up to the Tudor United Sports Car Championship making a guest appearance this weekend at VIR in the Lamborghini Blancpain Super Trofeo Cup. Was quite impressive in practice and qualifying and is really putting on a show here, going from 22nd position at the drop of the green flag all the way up to fourth. Fine run by him. Meanwhile, Redrado Piscopo just pulling away at the front of the field here. 146.7 last time around. Uh, the only guy even within... 
four seconds of that is a Corey Lewis running in the uh, ninth place overall now in car number 29. Madison Snow, he had to work his way through quite a bit of traffic on that last lap. He ends up in the fourth place overall, but he's got a lot of ground to make up if he's going to catch. Well, he's not going to catch, I don't think, unless there's another full course caution. He's not going to catch our race leader, Rado Piscopo, again, pulling away rapidly. Another car making good progress through the field. The number 69, Brian Wong, Tom O'Gara. Uh, Wong starting that car, I believe, in the 69 car. Another one that's coming from uh, about mid-pack. Nope, Tom O'Gara started the car. Brian Wong will uh, go in after the pit stop. Yes, yeah, the team owner there, Tom O'Gara, starting that car. Sort of battling farther down the field. There's uh, that's Larry George in car number zero seven, who's running a good good position in eleventh place. A spin there for Tom O'Gara in that car number six down was running in the in the seventh position under great pressure there from Kevin Conway, who'd been moving up through the field. In fact, he uh, gets past, and then he gets and the then help. he gets uh, gets just a little bit of a nudge from Conway. And off he goes as the, uh, they were going through the turn uh, one and two complex towards turn three. And he goes off driver's right. Just a little nudge on the door. Side-by-side -side contact pushed him off the racetrack. O'Gara back underway now and has dropped, uh, dropped down the field. Back all the way to about 14th position uh, as he's got uh, the Jeffrey Chang Matt Holiday car behind him. So we're going to fasten up again there for... Uh... 146, 147.5 last time of Richard Antonucci comes across the line again now to complete lap six, 147.8 this time. So settling in a nice, comfortable place, uh, comfortable pace, 11 seconds already is his lead over the second place car of Damon Oki. There comes Damon across the line now. Right behind him in the third place is his brother Ryan. So a good battle there between the brothers and the battle for the AM category in the Huracans. We're here at Virginia International Raceway for race one of three that will be taking place this weekend here at VIR. Fantastic run so far by Ed Eduardo Piscopo as he leads overall. Damon Oki is in second place and leading the Uricon Am category. Drivers uh, racing the Lamborghini Uricon and the Lamborghini Gallardo in this race. And the Canadian brothers Damon and Ryan Oki are leading the AM category at this point. Damon in second place, 13 seconds behind our race leader, Eduardo Piscopo. And then Ryan Oki just three seconds behind his brother. That's the battle at the front. And then it's a comeback drive for Madison Snow in the number 14 car. From 22nd position at the drop of the green flag all the way back up to fourth. So he will be trying to hunt down the Oki brothers as his next order of business. Also coming from the back of the pack, the number 29, Corey Lewis, who had to start dead last because of a uh, uh, infraction after post-race inspection, uh, post-qualifying inspection, I should say, of a camber issue. Yeah, and unlike in several other series, the uh, fastest lap in, in this race has no bearing on the grid positions, I believe, for the second race. So uh, the grid position for race two in the, for this weekend already set during a half-hour qualifying session this morning and uh, that uh, it was again it will be uh, Richard Antonucci the teammate of uh, Eduardo Piscopo here who will start that race from the pole position in race two but race one is our focus right now 35 minutes remaining in this 45 minute race a 50 minute race I'm sorry Brendan Godovic currently holding down third position in the Giardo classification. These Giardo cars are four-wheel drive, about 520 brake horsepower. Just like the Uricons, they're proper race cars and really look great out on this racetrack here at VIR. Dylan Murcott. He's been quite successful this season, but really had to battle this weekend. 
He's got notched a couple of wins already this year. Was quite dominant at Watkins Glen. Led every session and led every lap of the race. But here he's had his hands full of uh, Jake Rattenberry in the number 24 car. And indeed Brandon Godovic in the number 46. Good battles all the way back down the field here. Even for the last couple of positions, uh, there's a four-car scrap going on down there for the... Uh, 18th, 19th, 20th, and 21st places, which is rather fun. Uh, so battles all the way up and down the field, but in the meantime, it is Eduardo Piscopo just making himself scarce at the front of the field. Another consistent lap there, 1 minute 47.1. The only, actually, the, the, the last time I caught it, Lewis was a tad quicker than that. He did a 47.0. Madison Snow in the fourth place, running a 46.9. He was the fastest car on track last time around. This is that battle for the Gallardo class lead. Jake Rattenberry trying to chase down Dylan Murcott. There's Madison Snow, yes. who is now split the Oki past. Yes, he has split the Oki brothers. Now up to third place overall, second place in the class. He's still got a lot of ground to make up. 20 seconds behind our leader with just a little bit more than a half an hour to go in this race. That's going to be a tall order, but it won't be long, and I'm sure he's going to be able to... Uh, school poor Damon Oki here he is uh, that's the good news the bad news is he's already uh, more than 20 seconds behind the race leader Eduardo Piscopo 20.943 at this point to be exact according to our timing and scoring coming up to the oak tree Oki uh, thought Oki was opening the door for him, but then uh, took his racing line. Madison Snow just kind of waited. He knew he'd have uh, the opportunity here on the exit of Oak Tree. And he goes down the long back straightaway and moves comfortably and easily into second place. But as Jeremy said, he's got his work cut out for him because he's turning, he's got to turn laps faster than Eduardo Piscopo. And that's just. That's a, that's a pretty tall order. Yeah, he's Pisc got within a couple of turns. He's done a fine job as Madison Ooh. Snow, hasn't he? Really, really impressive because the first time he even sat in these cars uh, was uh, the test day here on Thursday. So, remarkable effort. Concerned. I mean, these, are, these are intense cars. 620 horsepower, V10 engines, lots of horsepower, lots of grip. and uh, Lots they're, of they're, torque, as we just oh, saw. As he was coming down the roller coaster and he put his foot down and left uh, two black streaks as he <laughs> <laughs> spinning the tires a little bit. And oh, and now we've got one off that's on the exit of oak tree looks like there's been some contact that's the three car that's ross showest who has gone off on driver's right at the exit of oak tree and also now we're seeing uh perhaps he got involved with the number 71 bad lambo yes lambo yes indeed Jim Norman on the dirt on the exit of Oak Tree and then loses on the straightaway. Oh, my goodness me. Absolutely nothing that Ross Truest, uh, was it Ross Truest? Who yes, have? yep. Nothing he could do. J uh, Jim Norman just got past uh, Ross Truest on that last lap, but uh, unfortunately made a mistake on the exit of Oak Tree and collected Truest, both those two cars out of the race in very heavy contact. Hard com uh, impact to the dry, uh, passenger door, the right-hand side door of that Lamborghini number 71. Jim gets out and surveys the damage and I'm sure has a few choice words inside of his helmet. He got wide on the exit of Oak Tree, dropped the left rear wheel off into the dirt. Looked like he had it gathered back up, but then caught a little bit of the grass on driver's left and then came straight across the racetrack, overcorrected to the right, came straight across the racetrack, and there was nothing for the three car to do as Twist uh, impacted the door and then uh, he ended up in the infield Jim Norman ended up further down the racetrack on driver's left. Yeah, so coming up for 20 minutes in this 50-minute race. Pits, pit window will be opening shortly. Everybody will have to make a pit stop, and that pit stop will be for a minimum of one minute. Now up into third place is Corey Lewis, having worked his way up uh, from the... Uh, from the very, very back of the grid. It's Madison Snow now in second place. Corey Lewis in third. And then the Oki brothers still there in the fourth and fifth and battling over the uh, AM category in the Hurricanes. Really good effort by both of those two. 
can see. Race Medical has arrived at the three car. The door is open and Ross Joest is climbing out. He's a long way under off the his, side of the racetrack, though, so Under his own speed. Sure, he's probably a little bit uh, shaken up. That was yeah. that was quite the impact. He's, he's out under his own power and, and looks to be moving pretty well. Here's uh, get another look at it. All four wheels off under the grass, then uh, the right wheels overcorrects. Yeah. Thought he had it saved there, but uh, I think he saw the end of the pit wall coming and... Well, and, and, and the, the, the school pits there, I think he saw the end of that pit wall coming and kind of reacted a little bit quickly to it. As uh, Jeremy, you were right, pit stops uh, are the order of the day. The 69 car has pitted. The 84 car, Dylan Murcutt, has pitted. 77 has come in. The 07, the 69, the 88 have all made calls to the pits. The number one car, the prestige, uh, the, the Kevin Conway, Enrique Brinoldi car, has come to the pits. The 42 car is in. A race leader is in as well, I believe. Yep, the 50 car uh, comes down right in front of our position here. So Eduardo Piscopo will be handing over to Richard Antonucci. And Corey Lewis from last to first. Of course, he will have to make his pit stop, so his place at the top of the uh, scoring time will be short-lived. But... Corey Lewis, that's still a great performance for him as he will uh, probably after the pit stop still hold top spot in the uh, Uricon Pro-Am category. Indeed so. He's got a handy lead over the number 77 car, which is on pit lane right now. Just exiting as Just we speak. Exiting. Just saw him go through there. The 50 car making the driver change from Eduardo Piscopo. And in the uh, Gallardo, excuse me, in the Gallardo category, it's Jane Rattenbury who leads with uh, the number 84 car of Dylan Murcott making his way onto pit lane. Yep, Brandon Godovic has also made hit making his pit stop. 22 car exiting the pits after his pit stop. There goes the 50, our race... Uh, kind of the virtual race leader at this point as he has made his pit stop but the 29, the 09 and the 24 have not Madison Snow has come into the pits now for his pit stop yeah, he's just rejoining should expect Corey Lewis to come in in that Monster Energy sponsored Uricon Corey as I said leading the Pro-Am category Another guy with a lot of experience that I suspect will probably, if his uh, success level continues and he continues to improve as he has throughout this season, we won't see him in the Pro-Am category very long. I suspect he, uh, in the very near future, will be moving up to the Pro category. Still has not made his pit stop, going by Justin Marks in the number 99 car of a comeback drive for Justin who went off on the first lap. He's still currently running in 19th position. Yeah, and he's a lap down actually to uh, to everybody else. Yeah, he came into the pits after that incident. Brandon Godovic goes back out onto the racetrack after his pit stop. Fun thing about pit stops is to see how things shake out. Can Corey Lewis make Make a little hay during uh, the time that the 50 car is stopped during its pit stop. It has not gone back out onto the racetrack yet. It certainly turned, turned two very good laps, uh, has uh, Corey Lewis. 47.5, both of those two laps, 1 minute 47.5. So very, very good lap times by Corey Lewis. He's certainly doing everything he possibly can. But as, we, as uh, we've already seen, the number 50 car has rejoined and should uh, be still a comfortable leader after the round of pit stops is completed. Brian Wong now taking over the number 69 car. That car is currently 11th, but we're waiting for all the pit stops to shake out. The 76 and 15 cars, the Joe Chan, Paul Taylor, and Ken Darcy cars. The 15 car is Chan and Taylor. Darcy's number 76 have uh, exited the pits. They are actually uh, pitted together and are a battle for position on the racetrack in the Gallardo class. That's uh, 17th and 18th overall and 6th and 7th. And uh, Darcy 
making the pass at the exit of the pits to take over the position. Yeah, nice job there. He's, uh, th that's been a great battle that's been going on since the beginning of the race. So uh, he's able to make, up, make that pass stick after those two have both made their pit stops. Jake Rattenberry back out onto the racetrack after his pit stop. So we'll see. Just... Uh, how that battle shakes out in the Gallardo class. Still waiting for Corey Lewis to make his pit stop. There's Damon Oki in the pits, the 09 car. Pits out of the lead in the Uricon Am category. He's the first of the brothers to make a pit stop. 77 coming back down into the pits. So they've made a uh, looks like an extra pit stop, Jeremy, perhaps? Who's that, sorry? Yeah. Which one? 77. He came in the pits again. Yes, he did, didn't yeah. he? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, whether that was a, uh, a penalty, perhaps. Could uh, have been a drive-through. For uh, either, either exceeding the speed limit or uh, not taking long enough for his initial stop. There had to be a minimum of one minute on pit lane. So Lewis now is in traffic. That is that... Uh, Number 15, Guiardo of Joe Chan and Paul Taylor. Lewis makes his way past both of those cars. And now will make his call to the pits. So that should put Richard Antonucci back into the lead with Madison Snow second. see if Corey Lewis now the 69 car the Brian Wong car is the uh, the next placed Huracan Pro-Am car in 10th 34 seconds behind the leader so it looks like he might be able to uh, take over the top spot in the category with this pit stop and uh, in the uh Gallardo category, it was uh, Dylan Murcott leading before the round of pit stops, but the, the two leaders now just come past in the seventh and eighth position. It's now Rattenbury ahead of Murcott, by, uh, but only by uh, a couple of seconds. And last time around, uh, it was number 24 car, Jake Rattenbury, just come out of the pits. He made his pit stop uh, a couple of laps later than Dylan Murcott. Also a good battle for the second place in the Pro-Am category as the Brian Wong, Tom Orgera car is battling with Cedric Shbirzwali's car, now piloted, I believe, by Shbirzwali. Yes. Yes, because Lawrence DeGeorge started the race, so Cedric Shbirzwali's behind the wheel of that car now. And he is in hot pursuit of Brian Wong. So that is a great battle for 10th position. As now Corey Lewis comes back out onto the racetrack. That seemed to... Was that a minute? <laughs> Didn't seem as long a pit stop as, as some of the others. He comes back out uh, in third position overall. First in class. So it's Richard Antonucci, Madison Snow, Corey Lewis, the Oki brothers who are leading the AM category, Ryan and Kevin, uh, Ryan, Damon and Ryan, and then Kevin Conway. Jake Rattenbury leads the Guiardo class over Dylan Murcott and Brandon Godovic. And then a good battle for 10th place between Brian Wong and Cedric Jabirzwali. Brothers Oki knows the tail. That's Damon in the orange 09. I love the uh, graphics on these two cars. Absolutely stunning. Yeah, great looking cars, aren't they? Run by the Ogara Motorsport team. These two uh, really doing uh, doing fine work there. The guys moving up a little bit. It's uh, Brian Wong having taken over. You just talking about him. In, up in the 11th place now, trying to track down. Next ahead of him is the uh, third place car in Gallardo. That's number 46 of Brian of. Uh, of Brandon Godovic, but here is this battle for now fourth place. 
77 car makes another trip through pit lane. So they must it. have they must have an issue. Zedrick Shabir's Wally has, uh, in fact, done away with Brian Wong and has climbed all the way to ninth as he got uh, by Wong and Brandon Godovic. So one wonders if Wong might have made a mistake when he was under pressure from Shabir's Wally. After the round of pit stops, uh, <coughs> excuse me, Madison Snow has been able to drastically reduce the deficit to now uh, Richard Antonucci, who's our race leader. The gap uh, before the round of pit stops was out to 22 seconds. Now it's less than nine. Sibling rivalry on the racetrack. Damon and Ryan Oakey battling for fourth position overall and the race lead in the Uricon Am category. They are nose to tail at this point as Richard Antonucci has uh, been stretching his legs. Has an eight second lead as Jeremy just said over Madison Snow who used good uh, indeed used his pit stop to actually make up some time. Number 29 Corey Lewis remains the leader in the pro Am category and third overall. So Richard Antonucci's last time lap time around was a 148.3 for our race leader. Here we come to cast past the line now to complete lap 16. And this time this time was a 46.3, so that's a lot better, that's a lot closer fast, to what he needs to be. That's the fastest lap of the race, my friend, for him. Uh, that is his best lap time of, of the, for the car in this race. Indeed it is. A couple of seconds quicker than Madison Snow on that lap. And in fact, the quickest lap of the race period for any of the cars by half a second. Uh, yeah, half a second over Madison Snow, whose quickest lap was a 146.841 on lap seven. Yeah, the second fast lap was just set by Cedric Jabirajwali in car number 07. He's down in the ninth place, charging along at 146.7 uh, that time around for Jabirajwali, but he's got a long way, to, uh, a, a lot of ground to make up. He is currently second in the Pro-Am category, having passed Brian Wong in car number 69, but uh, he's got a long, long, long way to make up on, on Corey Lewis, who's way out in front in, in the Pro-Am class. That's the 07 car, that bright green 07 car. Hard to miss. Jake Rattenberry going by start finish, continuing to hold the top spot. Over Dylan Murcott. Only a second or so between those two, so uh, Murcott is certainly doing the best he can. Got a little traffic to deal with. Murcott's trying to get by the number, I think it's the number 15 car that is uh, kind of the meat and the sandwich. No, it's the 84 has gotten, yes, the 84 has gotten by the 15 car. So now he has a clear sight on the tailpipes of the Giardo race leader, Jake Rattenberry, as he goes by the 76 car, who's obviously done a little uh, agricultural racing there. He's got a grill full of grass cuttings. One of the other sessions, the uh, crew chiefs told the driver, you don't need to uh, mow the lawn here. They do have a grounds crew. <laughs> which, which, which elicited uh, the type of response from the driver that you might have expected. New fastest lap of the race by our race leader, Richard Antonucci, 146.198. And in the battle in the AM category, the two brothers, Dame, Damon Oki, he pulled away by a couple of seconds or more on that lap, so cements his fourth position overall, now leads his brother Ryan by uh, almost three seconds. Looked like Ryan might have fallen when he went by. He was uh, uh, mixing it up with a couple of cars. He might have gotten uh, himself a little crosswise in the traffic. As, right. as Murcott comes down the roller coaster through Hawk Pen. That sweeping right-hander. It's a beautiful, fun corner to drive. And then on to the front long bend I'll call it it's a, it's a straightaway but it's got a big bend in it it's flat out and certainly at turn one these cars uh, pretty much reach terminal velocity 
it is uh, one of the fastest parts of the racetrack, going by start finish at approximately 170 miles in these miles an hour in these cars. And we are under 15 minutes to go here at VIR. Rich, oh, we've got trouble. That is one of the Orgera cars. Not sure who it is, but he has gone heavily into the tires. It could otherwise be Madison Snow. It's a, an Ogara color scheme, You're right? Because that, that number 14 car was an Ogara car up until this weekend. I think it might be uh, Bra uh, Madison Snow, you know. Uh, no, no. Well, yeah, he hasn't come past. He's come to the, uh, the the car is off. Driver's left at the top yeah, of the roller coaster. It is. Full course caution. There was another car. I'm not sure uh, if, they, if they may have made contact. But, in fact, um, the 14 car has started to uh, drop in scoring. Yeah. And, yeah it's defi uh, definitely imagined. He's absolutely yep. buried that car yeah. in the tire wall. Man. But it looks like the tire wall has done its job because yep. he's opened the door. He hasn't extricated himself yet, but he has opened the door on his own. He's waiting for some help there to uh, get himself out of the car. He's, uh, he's broken that. He's, uh, he's that gone in belt. so deep. He's yeah. gone in so deep. The tires are muddy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he's pulled up. All right. Well, this is going to put a different perspective. Yes, it sure is. This Perspective is going to... on the race. We've got 13 minutes remaining. It's certainly going to take a while, though, to get that car out of that very uh, buried position in that tire wall. Ah, but he didn't make it. Look at that, Jeremy. That is absolutely fantastic use of a tire wall because that primary tire wall has stopped the car, and it went off at a pretty good rate of speed from even getting anywhere near the secondary tire wall and, in fact, the Armco barriers. So yeah. job well done by the folks here at, at VIR as Madison Snow disgustedly walks away from uh, his slightly second-hand uh, Huracan and uh, kind of disgustedly gets into the, uh, into the car. I wonder if he might have uh, come a cropper there with the number 77 car. Yeah, Aaron Povoledo was a lap down. He's, but he, you know, he was. I don't want to blame him, but he was in the vicinity. But that's all I can say. Yep. So we've got 12 minutes remaining. Full course caution. They'll need to get a tractor to extract this car. And then they'll need to rearrange the very deranged tire barrier. So they've got a uh, course vehicle there with a winch on it. So, like lickety split, they are trying to get this thing back underway. Eleven and a half minutes. I bet, Jeremy, we're going to see a little dash for cash here. I think they'll get this done with, like, three minutes to go. We'll have enough time for... About two laps. Yeah, that'll be uh, that'll be interesting. There's going to be a, uh, a few lap cars between Richard Antonucci and uh, Corey Lewis. Corey Lewis has only been turning some very competitive lap times, but Richard Antonucci had set the fastest lap of the race, 146.198, just a uh, a couple of laps before this caution came out. The guy who will uh, potentially benefit, but again, is going to have a lot of traffic between himself and his next nearest contenders is Cedric Spirituali, who set the second fastest lap of the third fastest lap of the race, I should say. Enrico Benaldi uh, has turned a very quick lap as well since taking over the wheel of that car number one, which is currently running in the fifth position overall. So, our overall race leader then in the pro category is Richard Antonucci in car number 50. Second place, the best of the Pro-Am contenders, that is Corey Lewis in car number 29, and started last uh, on the field after a, uh, a uh, technical a problem in technical inspection after qualifying. Third place, the best of the Am contenders, that's car number 09, Damon Oakey. Behind him, his uh, teammate and brother, Ryan Oakey in fifth place then, Enrique Benaldi in car number one, the second of the pro category cars, and then our race leader in the Gallardo category, that is car number 24, Jake Rattenbury, 
Uh, in second place in Guyana is Dylan Murcott, but between Rattenbury and Murcott at the restart will be the 07 Pro-Am Urukan of Cedric Zbirajwali, number 07. Running out the top 10, two more Pro-Am contenders. That will be Matthew Halliday in car number 88 and Brian Wong in car number 69 running out the top 10. And there's one more car still on the lead. No, that's the last car on the lead lap. Where's Brandon Godovic? Was he just lapped perhaps just before the caution came out? Yes, I believe he was. So uh, we've just got 10 cars on the lead lap. Brandon Godovic will be third in the Guiado class, but one lap down to the race leaders. Behind him, two Urukan Pro-Am cars, fifth and sixth in the category. That's Max Blancardi and Aaron Povoledo, who's already made three pit stops uh, to everybody else's, or almost everybody else's, one. And then uh, behind uh, Aaron Povoledo will be the Pro car, number 99 of Justin Marks. And then four Gallardo contenders, number 42, Todd Snyder, number 23, Brian Hickson, number 63, Alessandro Bressan, and number 15, which will be Paul Taylor and Joe Chan. And it was Paul Taylor who started, so Joe Chan will finish. Just about eight minutes remaining. Crews are working as hard as and as quickly as they can to get this race back underway. Last time we had a view of the scene, they had extricated the car from the tire wall. It'll take them a few more minutes to get the tire wall back in proper order so that we can go racing again, hoping to get race one here from Virginia International Raceway to finish under green. It's always more fun that way. It certainly is. Last time we, uh, under the, behind the safety car was a uh, three and a half minute lap. So we're going to be completing uh, at least one more lap of uh, caution. Hopefully it's going to be, it's going to be touch and go whether we can get this race underway again. The tire wall was moved a long way back and that is a major impact zone. So there's no way you can cut any corners there. Those tires have to be put back into place before this field will be let loose. And those tires had been there for a while. Yeah. It's, been, it's been a while since anybody's hit the tires there. But as you said, that's a major impact area. And uh, he, he went in as deep as you're gonna go. more than halfway around this lap it's going to be another minute or so before they get past here so we're going to have to certainly they've got kind of five minutes worth of time to get that tire barrier reassembled at the top of the hill uh, before that pl final plunge down to the fi final few corners yeah if we can if we can get the race to a green flag with more than two minutes then we'll get a couple of laps Certainly be good. It's been a, a torrid pace set up the front there by, by Eduardo Piscopo and Richard Antonucci, two European-based drivers uh, who are extremely talented in whatever they've driven. They both uh, made uh, open-wheel careers before they moved into the Super Trofeo Series. And um, Richard Antonucci, he'd won races uh, in Indy Lights. And Eduardo Piscopo, he'd been a contender in GP2 as well, so the, the one level down from Formula One Grand Prix racing. So those, both of those two guys, a lot of experience in all sorts of different cars, and uh, very much enjoying the, driving these Gaillard, these Huracans uh, because they're super fast cars. And you know, who knows what this might lead to in the future? Lamborghini has a uh, a factory car that's developing for FIA GT3 competition, and uh, there's going to be several of those cars to race this year in the in the uh, endurance series, the Blanc Plan endurance series. I think we might see one or two of them over here. Don't think we're gonna get it back underway as we are under now two minutes and 51 seconds. Uh, a pace lap, uh, a safety car lap around this racetrack is about three minutes. Yeah. So I think uh, job done for, uh, for race one here yeah. at VIR. And They're not getting the white flag this time, though. So they which did is, not. Well, no, they, they didn't, which is a bit surprising because only 
two and a half minutes left on the clock, but the double yellows are still displayed there. Hmm. Displayed next time around. The question is whether there'll be a green flag as well. We will know in about two minutes as the uh, cars circulate through the turn one complex, through the left-hander that is turn two. Richard Antonucci and Eduardo Piscopo in the number 50 car have pretty much, they pretty much grabbed this race by the throat on the opening lap when Justin Marks in the number 99 car went off the racetrack, heading up towards the oak tree corner on driver's left. And Madison Snow was moved to the back of the pack after an aborted start uh, on, the, on the first try. So Richard Antonucci from that and uh, Eduardo Piscopo from that point on pretty much had this thing all to themselves. You're right, Jim Roller. It's been a, a chasing day for, for Madison Snow. He did a, a fabulous job to qualify his car in second place. As you said, they had to go to the back of the field. So it really has been an incredible up, up and down roller coaster day for Madison Snow. He qualified on the front row, had to go to the back, moved all his way, all the way back up into the second position, and ended up heavily into the tire wall and out of the race. So, but uh, he has at least shown his speed. He's shown right away that he can come to grips with this very difficult car. It's a really the performance level of this Huracan GT3 car is very, very impressive indeed. And Madison Snow absolutely got to grips with that. And uh, certainly you can take a lot of positives from this day. So they head down the back straightaway. They'll be going by the scene of the crime here shortly. The lights are still on yeah. the safety car. And they're now coming down to the final few corners. So... Uh, yeah, I'm afraid this race isn't going to get back underway. Nope. As uh, work will finish up just about the time they drop the checkered flag. So can't fault the guys for their effort. That's uh, to put that much tire wall back together in under five minutes is uh, yeoman effort. But unfortunately, the initial impact happened just a little too late in the race for us to be able to get this one restarted. Perfect day there for Eduardo Piscopo and Richard Antonucci. Qualified on the pole position, did uh, Signor Piscopo from Italy, and there is the checkered flag, Jim. Indeed. So that is going to be the victory for the 50 car. That is, in fact, the third, second win of the year to go with two second places. So that's pretty good uh, performance on the season. Four races in. This is actually the fifth round of the championship uh, because uh, the fourth round will be made up later here at VIR. It was a rainout from Watkins Glen would be round four. So this is actually round five of the championship. Even though there have only been four races. So <laughs> congratulations to Richard Antonucci and Eduardo Piscopo, who claimed the uh, overall victory. And congratulations also to Damon Oki, winner in the Uricon Am category. And Jake Rattenberry ends the stranglehold that Dylan Murcott has had on the Gallardo class with a victory in that class and a fifth overall finish. That's going to uh, wrap it up for uh, us at IMSA Radio. Congratulations to all our class winners. For Jeremy Shaw, this is Jim Roller. So long. This program is a production of IMSA and Radio Show Limited. For more, visit RadioLeMond.com.